Say what's goody? What's up, y'all? What's goody? It's your boy Brandon, and we back with another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. Okay, y'all. So this is my season finale. I think it's a perfect episode to end the season with. After all I've been through. <laughs> Welcome to an episode that I like to call I Care A Lot. Now, the reason why it's called I Care A Lot is because this was this is a story time, y'all. So, this particular episode was written on my way to Virginia. Now... Usually, when I take a a trip to Virginia, it's, um, you know, it's more of a homecoming episode. And it really wasn't a homecoming episode. It was more like I had a mission. And the mission was reconciliation. And I mean by reconciliation is that I think there are some people that I have a lot of love for and a lot of people that I, you know, I had passed with, um, you know, people that I really, you know, care about. And I haven't been in Virginia since November because I had COVID last time, if you remember. So <laughs> I I really wasn't trying to go back to Virginia because I felt like, you know, I, I got I felt like I could have got a lot of people sick. But I didn't, you know, that's another story. Y'all listen to that episode when, you know, uh, if you got some time. Uh, really good episode, too. That's a homecoming part two. I have COVID. <laughs> I always like to plug my other episodes and shit. But I really wrote this shit on the plane to Virginia, man. And uh, I've been brewing on this episode for so long because I knew I wanted to end the season with this episode, particular episode with these thoughts that I had. Um, so I care a lot <laughs> about yours truly. Um, so I can't, like I said, I came home for reconciliation. Uh, like I said, I got, I had beef with some, some people that, uh, I used to date. Um, I had beef with people that, uh, that I'm was, I'm literally was friends with, <laughs> like best friends with. So now, when I say people, it's not like a whole lot of people. Don't get it twisted. It's not a whole lot of people. It's more like, um, it's more like, uh, I guess you could say it's more like a bunch of, like, just, just, just a couple of people, I guess you could say. So, I had a little bit of beef with them. And... I don't know where it came from per se or what happened, but I came home to fix shit because like I said, I don't live there anymore. And at the end of this, I hope all of this makes sense because it's going to be probably, I can't really say the last time I'm going to speak about it, but it's definitely going to be, this is probably going to be one of the, probably the really shit I ever wrote <laughs> or or really shit I ever spoke damn I like that 
I always sit back and ponder on shit I say, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I said, man, it's the it's it's I can say whatever, you know. But I'm gonna make sure I speak the truth. Or at least mine. <laughs> so and uh you know how you, you just come home to like when you from you leave home and and you going through a lot of shit in your new life. That's what I that's basically what I'm going through. So I come home to heal, you know what I mean? Like I come home to I feel like home is a healing place for me, you know what I'm saying? Like a you know, I got my family. I you know, when I come home I, I see everybody I care about and um and these particular particular people um, you know, they were part of the plan and for some reason they just didn't fall into the plan. Um like I said, these are people that I, I dated and you know, people that I consider my best friends. Um or my best friend, you know, I, I really want to talk about her in particular. <laughs> so, um everybody that, you know, I saw back in Virginia, y'all already know what it is. Um uh, y'all know how I feel, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, especially family wise, you know, there ain't no question there. And, you know. But you know when you go back in you go back into the past and um when you go back into the past and you try to fix stuff that holds you back from the future, that type of recon- <laughs> reconciliation. So um I felt like I was on a mission when I came back home to Virginia. I felt like if if I can reconcile with the people that hurt me the most or I hurt the most, then I will be able to be free to move on forward with my life. If that makes sense. Um, I feel like my past is still my present. If that makes sense. I feel like I see my future, but I feel like my past is holding me back. And the reason why I say I care a lot is because, you know, why would you care about an ex or a care, care uh, you know, care about somebody that, you know, you ain't been with for years now or care about somebody that you haven't been with for two years now? You know what I mean? Like, uh, why would you care? It's like, you know, what I'm saying like it, it could be a soul tie type thing. It could be something. But you, you got to figure out. I think. The way to get out of soul ties is you got to find ways to get out of it and break those chains or break those like attachments. And I, I think I think that's what it was. I think I'm I think I was more attached than anything. So. So I don't know if that's like. You know, I don't know if that's a thing or not, you know, what I mean, like, I don't know. If caring about people is really my downfall and i'm not saying i want to be some cold cat like i don't want to give a fuck about anybody i don't care about no female no nigga <laughs> like you know what i'm saying i don't like niggas i don't like bitches i don't like nobody i don't want to be like that and just say i feel like me caring a lot has only caused me more problems <laughs> especially for these particular people Whether it was friends or somebody that I was dating. Now, I mean this with all disrespect. I don't give a fuck about y'all no more. And let me stop lying. (laughs) I still do care. But I care a lot less now. The shit that happened to me while I was in Virginia... Don't get it twisted. It wasn't like, oh, this is catastrophic. I can never, I can never talk to this person again. It was more like, I saw how you felt. So keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, my phone line is always open because I don't block people. I ain't going to lie. I don't do that shit. shit. I feel like blocking, we talked about that. You already know. So y'all know that episode came out a while ago. So. I can't say that, you know, I'm going to block these people. I just know I'm blocked on their end. So, to me, that's why I mean by all disrespect, I could care less about y'all. Because, um, you know what I'm saying? You, Some people knew I was in town. 
I made it known I was in town. You know what I mean? Like how you, you know how you like a honeypot. Like we talked about that too when it comes to toxic traits. It's a honeypot thing. Um, it's a security term. Y'all know the honeypot thing. Um, honeypot means when you. Um, You know, like when you um, basically like, all right, the best way to explain it is when you, you set a trap and expecting to people and you try to watch and see how many people actually like fall into the honey, like uh, who, what, how many people attracts to the honey. So it's not, it's not necessarily a way to connive people. It's and for me, when I was out there, it was literally a way to say, Hey, you know, I'm out here. You know I'm out here. Please reach out to me because I want to make I want to make things right between us all. You know what I mean? So fucking Aquarius, man. Like fucking humanitarian. <laughs> I just care about the people. Not no more though. <laughs> Not no more. I feel like when I was out there, um I made it known that hey i'm out here so and you know and and honestly the the little beef between those these people started before i even came out there so so the plan they all knew that i was coming out there and and i spent time with pretty much everybody <laughs> i probably missed a couple homies that i didn't see um you know i'm definitely gonna get get up with y'all when i get back whenever i get back um but the people in particular that mean a lot to me, um, they didn't they didn't show up for me. They didn't pull up on me. They didn't call me. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to sound like I'm ranting, you know. But this is a it, it mean this. It's you're gonna understand at the end. So, like I said, I care a lot. why because like if you if you ever done anything right for me i'm always gonna care for you even if you know it's literally on some fast and furious shit type shit you never turn your back on family bullshit <laughs> like i like to consider those people my family because we got more than you know five years in the game you know what i mean like it's it's more to me like like damn when i say time and history really don't fucking matter to people it really doesn't i'm just cut differently like if i spent a lot of time with you i spent my most intimate moments with you i care about you and uh and if i ever loved you I will always love you, but I'm going to just love you from a distance at this point. You know what I mean? Um, the thing about Virginia, um, it, it's always, every time I go, every time I go, it's always a reminder. It's always a reminder that, like, <laughs> life and it will always go on. It was definitely a reminder that it's time to move the fuck on. Like I told you earlier, or like I always say, you know what I mean? I feel like it's moving on hard to do. I, I guess it's like, don't wait until somebody does something to you to move on. You know what I mean? Like, it's more like just move the fuck on. And whatever is meant to be will always be. And I'm you know, I'm gonna be completely honest because I could always do that here because this is this is my safe haven. <laughs> but I can honestly say that it has taken me a long time to move the fuck on and then these past weeks when i was in va showed me how that it's already time 
So, like I said, you know, basically, not to go into a whole lot of depth about each individual story, to collectively say that I had to, I came home to fix things with people that I had issues with, and I didn't get the chance to do that because of somebody else's selfishness. See me, I'm a dude that thinks like life is too short to have issues with certain people. Especially especially people you care about. You know what I mean? Like it, I could give a fuck less if it's somebody I just met down the street. But like I remember, like everybody that knows me, the, the particular people that I'm talking about, and they, when if they hear this or whenever they hear this, they know exactly who they are. I don't really even gotta say names or anything like that. I never do anyway. But I don't want to, I'm only dwelling on it because I want to shed light to shit like this. Stop caring a lot about people that don't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they care, but they will never care to a point where they will put you before themselves. And now I'm a big advocate about treating yourself for show. I just feel like, damn, yo, like, you didn't think, you didn't think to hit me. I mean, I don't live here anymore. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna lie. It hurt. It definitely hurt. But, you know, you gotta move on. I made a promise to myself. I I got I got to VA July eleventh. Right? I didn't leave until August fourth. Let that sink in for a minute. I left Texas to go to Virginia July 11th. Right? Didn't lead to August 4th. How many weeks is that? Three weeks to almost damn near a month, right? So, knowing that I'm in town. Social media is a wonderful thing. Like, you don't have to just... It's multiple ways to reach out to people. You don't have to... Like, during the, I was blocked on these people's phones. Because <laughs> I tried to call... How I know? As soon as I hopped off the flight, I tried calling these motherfuckers. Because I, I didn't want to waste no... I ain't, I was eager. I didn't want to waste time. Uh, I didn't want to waste time trying to... You know, reach out and like wait until people like I wanted to know what schedules were. I wanted to, you know, meet on whenever time was, you know, uh, time was given from them. You know, so it's like. So I'm already going out my way. I'm already trying to spend some of my vacation with people that don't fuck with me. Learn from me. (laughs) Learn from me. Like. Shit is crazy, bro. So, like I said, I'm a person that just tries to reconcile and make things right. If there is okay to have a conversation with somebody, if even if you're not fucking with them, I feel like we can be better than what's given. It just takes a little bit of patience, takes a little bit of teamwork, and maybe. Just maybe we might be able to fix things. I think what I just said to y'all right then and there could have fixed my old relationships. Just a little bit of more communication. A little bit of patience. Could have saved some time. Instead of wasted time. But, you know, like I said, got to move on, right? So, like I said, I was in Virginia for three weeks. Tried to, you know, set it up where, like, hey, I'm here. Like, let's talk. Didn't get a call. Didn't get a text. Didn't get a, yo, we good. Nothing. Like, or I'm not even fucking with you. And I think I think my biggest problem where I care a lot is, like, I just really don't like uncertainty. I need to know <laughs> if I call on you, are you going to show up? That's the type of thing. I need to know that certainty. 
Are you gonna show up on on time or are you gonna show on color people time? Like I need to know that shit so I can so I can prepare myself. I don't like being unprepared. But shit, what does it say? Stay ready so you don't gotta get ready. I think that really applies to people now. <laughs> like you gotta understand, like we in a weird time right now with all this bullshit going on in the world. It's like why do millennials gotta deal with all this extra shit? I feel like I think that shit stopped a lot for me. So, you know, I'm really more like working on myself, trying to heal myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your boy is not. uh, I am not by any means um, completely healed from shit. You know what I mean? I feel like that's fine. I think that's what makes it better. I think that honestly makes the journey a lot better. And I could just continue to speak freely just like I do now. Shit feels good sometimes. But yeah, I'm a work in progress. I know I got a lot of work to do. Especially if I want to continue to find the the like the right person in my life. You know what I mean? Like the right and then being selective of who I live in my space. You know what I mean? I gotta I gotta keep that going. But, you know, like like I said, Virginia taught me how to, uh, this last trip showed me that, yeah, it's time to move on. Um, like I said, I gave myself, I gave myself, I, kept, I know y'all seen it. I was posting this date. I was posting August 4th. August 4th, I kept posting it. The reason why I kept posting it is because I wanted to let motherfuckers know I am leaving. <laughs> and once I get on this plane back to Texas, keep that same energy. You won't fuck it with me. You wasn't shooting with me in the gym. So when I when shit happens and flourishes on this side, whatever it might be, it might be years from now. Don't don't hit don't spin the block. I was told I'm never gonna spin the block. Not me per se, but this was the line that person said. They're never gonna spin the block. Okay. Don't. I don't want you to. <laughs> That's the difference. None of this shit will ever phase me again. So all this shit that used to bother me, uh, all the shit that like relationship shit that used to bother me, all the like toxicity, the shit that I used to go through with certain people, with certain friends, and 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 letting them, you know, when you when you're that friend, that's why you gotta do this right. Time, I'm gonna just come back to that. When you when you reach out to somebody, you reach out to your friends, check on their mental state. Check on your friends. Make sure you're okay. They're okay first before you start dumping your shit onto them. Um, that's just, this is just, you know, just to be conscious of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, oh, don't tell, tell your friends anything or not really saying that your friends are your therapist, but just be careful of when, what time and when to say something to your friends because they could be going through their own shit too, you know? But like I'm saying, man, just keep that same energy. I don't know when you ever listen to this. Just keep that same fucking energy. When you decide to spin the block, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not even trying to come at these people. I'm just making them aware that I am not dealing with y'all bullshit no more. Big dick energy here. And that's why that song is playing in the background because it's fuck (laughs) y'all. I love y'all, but fuck y'all. And now, and this is what we pull a book out of Insecure. This is what? Growth. Because if if I don't speak on this shit now, it's like forever hold your peace. For real, for real. So, like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it through the episode. I learned a lot. I came home and I learned so much when I came back to VA. I learned, uh, you know, okay, let me back up a little bit. So when it comes to growing up, finally, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I've been a big ass kid all in my 20s. At 29, it's like, 
I feel like I need to lock in my circle. Like, I can't, I, I feel like I lost so many friends and exes and shit like that. I need to cement who's in my inner circle. Who's, I have an inner circle and an outer circle. And then I have somebody that's, people that's outside of that motherfucking circle. So, it's, it's literally like, if anybody's ever seen Meet the Parents, it's literally a circle of trust. I, even even people, the inner circle, those are the people that I, I confide in. Those are the people that I really talk to. The outer circle are people that I love and care about still. I just we just don't you know talk as much, and that's just keeping it in a buck. And but they but if I needed something, I could reach out to them, and if they needed something, they could reach out to me. So those two circles are important. So if you're outside those circles, I don't fuck with you. So. I don't deal with you. I don't mess with you. I don't. I don't know who you are. So <laughs> that was so fitting, but uh, I, I feel like I had to lock in my circle and understand who who's really gonna be here for me. You know, what I'm saying who's gonna be able to help me when I need help. I feel like my since since I've been growing up and becoming an adult, I felt like I don't want to be the person that needs help but i want help you know what i mean i like i feel like i'm the person that people come to when they have issues and that's cool sometimes you just like i learned this at 18 i learned who i was and i learned who i am and i learned who what i mean to everybody else now i'm not saying everybody my, my everybody's begging me to do shit like that but i just know people come to me to confide in people depend on me like that some people, not all. So I learned that, like, okay, I need to lock in the people that are around me. And I realized that I care a lot about the people that aren't around anymore. And I had to go back home to figure out why. So a lot of deep thinking, a lot of mental thought took into, like, why, you know, some, and then I felt like, why am I not really locking into texas like i should be and i realized it's because of stuff that's been holding me back and don't get it twisted it's not closure you don't need closure to move on closure is just a, a handicap people say you know what i mean closure is not a thing i came back for reconciliation now the difference between the two they sound alike almost but i, I wanted to be able to you know, see somebody that I haven't seen in a long time. Wanted to spend time and chill, like get to know the new person. You know what I mean? Because I think we hold on to old. I think we hold on to the the people we used to deal with, the past. I think that's a problem for us all. I think we hold on to the potential of what that person used to be and not recognizing who they really are. I'm a big person on. I've done it so many times where I'm starting to recognize it. I'm not. I'm not falling in love with the potential of somebody anymore. For me, I'm more focused on I'm I'm definitely more focused on just understanding who you really are before I deal with you. No more fake facades, no more fake ideologies, eulogies, whatever. You know, what happened to me two years ago felt like a death almost. And I'm going to be honest. Like I always am. Losing somebody that you care about, I I can never compare relationships to death. But when you lose somebody that you really care about, it feels like, it has to feel like that, right? I haven't experienced a lot of death in my life, but... You know, it's inevitable. So I can compare the two almost. I know people might be like, damn, nigga, how you going? That shit must have really fucked with you. It did. Because whenever you give your all to something and it doesn't go the way it's supposed to, it will fuck you up too.
So when I care a lot about somebody, I'm going to definitely go in for them. I'm going to always be there for them. Like I said, if I loved you, I'll always love you. It's just how I was raised. Now, as I get older, as I travel and I go see different things and get to see, go back in the past, I'm no longer seeking things that I don't need anymore. I tried to reconcile with these people. It didn't work. I have nothing left to give. I have nothing to care a lot about anymore. So, <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's where it lies. I guess right. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't, I don't understand why, like why I cared a lot. But I'm telling you, this trip truly showed me how to move on. That's for damn sure. You know what? I think I also think it was more of a like a fear. Like you you know FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. I think I've been holding on to people from my past because I don't want to miss anything. That truthfully I was the one missing. I wasn't the one missing. Let that sink in for a minute. But I mean, I heard I heard fear as an abbreviation like false evidence appearing real. So it could have been a fear that of trying to let not let somebody down that actually cares about me. But truthfully they don't. It could be the opposite, you know. I think I I think being afraid to find new love pushed me back to the past. You know what I'm saying? Like you shit. When you when you going through you know what I'm saying, you going through a breakup and stuff like that, you, you need the time to heal and whatnot. But like who says what time when that time is, you know what I mean? Who's to say that you know what I'm saying it's gonna take, you know, a week or two or a month or two. Or a year or two. I think that's what pushed me back to the past and trying to reconcile with my past. Sometimes I, I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I feel like I, I I went back to the past to see if really was that the future for me. And I was just walking away from it, not paying in any mind. But shit, I got a real reality check when I pulled up. So, <laughs> so I know for sure that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, I feel like I think I guess it was that comfortable state, like because you you're familiar with the with some of these people, like you you're familiar with this, so you feel comfortable being around it. But truly, it's toxic. I realized that. And that's probably why I ended up hoping the the past would accept me for who I am this time, and not look at me as a facade and look at the love the potential of who I could be, and instead just understand who I am and where I'm going. I guess I really cared a lot. <laughs> I felt like I guess I, I guess I was looking for like round twos and round threes. Shit, and I was nigga, like it was a boxing match or something. Looking for round twos and looking for round threes, but damn it, I was knocked out before I even got in the fucking ring. Crazy, right? I, you know what? Also, I think, I think love is like quicksand, like. So, not all love, but some some shit be like that sometimes. Like, think about quicksand. You know what I mean? The the more you struggle, the more you try to fight for it, the quicker you sink. 
Next thing you know, you you literally in over your head, drowning because you cared about somebody so much or you love somebody so much. Ended up ruining shit for you. That's why I say love is sometimes like quicksand. But. Hmm. I think it was just fear. And when I say I'm no longer scared. I'm out here moving the fuck on. I'm out here. I found I found reconciliation within myself. And if you want to throw the closure word in there, I guess you could. I found closure within myself. <laughs> I didn't need anybody, need any of them to let me know what it is. Because I knew what it was before I got there. It was just a little bit of hope that, you know, I think I, I thought I could, like, really, like, fix shit with people that I have issues with. And, and the the good person in me, like I said, don't get it twisted. Just like this song I'm listening to in the background. I'm no good guy. <laughs> I'm just a nice guy. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop fucking with me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, I don't know. I want to say take kindness for a weakness type thing. And this is for, like, women that I've been dealing with this whole year. I I want this to be a message for them as well. Like, learn from y'all learn from me. Like, when people really show you who they are, believe them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought about times where I just had, like, I, you know, like I said, you continue to care a lot. You put work in and you really start to care for people and they really just using you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're using you or they playing games with you. They don't have real intentions for you. Like, man, you better get rid of those people quickly. Because next time you you might not be able to get out of that situation. But a boy, I swear God has a sense of humor. I feel like, I feel like between 2020 and 2021, boy, he been clowning with me at least. (laughs) I guess I cared a lot. (laughs) I definitely, I definitely learned a lot. I must say. Because. Boy, when I got to Virginia, I had high hopes. I thought I was going to be able to have conversations and seek healing, you know, from these people as well. And I guess I had to find it on my own. It's a it's a slow grind for sure. Like if you remember how to be single, my first episode of the season. I really feel like I'm on step five now. I finally about to graduate. I'm out here. I'm, you know, trying to date, try to meet new people, um, you know, get to meet them and understand who people are. And, you know, the beautiful thing about actually dating it's you can take your time. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to rush this shit. You don't like you really. You really can just be yourself and take your time. Like, you don't really got to rush shit. You don't got to jump into no relationships because somebody rocking with you. You don't got to jump into no situationship because you feel like you owe somebody something. Take your time. I'm talking, I, I, I see, I noticed that I talked about everything that didn't happen in Virginia, but tell you the things that did <laughs> so i got to see everybody i fucking cared about for real for real <laughs> like literally i did i literally got to see all my niggas you know what i mean like i said i did miss a couple homies but they know what it is i talked to them or will talk to them 
it's uh it was a good time man i gotta spend time with my grandma i gotta spend time with my mom and dad uh had a ball man brothers all my brothers So, you know, everything that doesn't look as greener on the other side. It's all right. Just looking at the grass on this side, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> I had a good time. I had a good time in Virginia. It was relaxing. Uh, you know, it was good to see some body of water, get a different type of fucking temperature. Because, man, nigga, it's hot as a bitch out here. <laughs> I must say. I must say. It was, a, it was a good time. Good thing I do still care a lot. Just for the people that really care a lot about me. Hmm. Some shit there. But let's recap. For real, for real. I think I, I'm at a level where I, I really don't have expectations for anything. So it's not a it's not necessarily like a security mechanism where I just feel like or a safety blanket where I'm like, if I don't have expectations, I won't really let down. But nah, like I feel like I flip it. I really don't have expectations for things because it, I, I always going to see the positive in everything. It's just how I see the world. The humanitarianism, the humanitarian in me, I guess you could say. I feel like for those individuals, I feel like there's going to be a time and in, in, there's going to be a moment in time where you're going to sit back and you're going to like think about like, damn, this would have been cool. If I would have told Brandon or blah, blah, blah. And it's just not going to be there. <laughs> and it's not because of me not extending the olive branch. It's more of like. Just me more of a me like just not dealing with that. This back and forth shit. We're too old. See, now you get the episodes, right? You get the don't call me your friend because <laughs> we're never going to be friends because the way you out here moving, not because of me. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so. <laughs> that shit always comes in at the right time. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, for real though, it, it it has to be this way. Especially when two parties aren't on the same page, it's always gonna be turmoil. I'm not saying my vision is the best vision, but it's a step forward. And then some of the issues that I have with the people that I'm, you know, actually mentioning in this episode, I don't even know why we beefing, to be honest. But fuck you, because clearly I wasn't a thought when I was in Texas. Uh, I wasn't a thought when I was flying to Virginia. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all love. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> but I'm always up for conversations I'm always here for healing energy I'm always going to send positive light and love As always Because you can't block my blessing I'm working on some things out here And then it's going to be lit <laughs> That's it That's all I'm going to say And I'm happy about that. I'm blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored. I, but if if anybody kind of feels the same way about like people that you've been dealing with and people you've been trying to like 
you know, heal with and gain some type of reconciliation. Try to get it from yourself first because you can't always depend on other people to do the things that you need to do first. The work that you got to put in to be better for yourself starts with you. I had to learn that. I had to learn that, like, as good as a person you are, people still gonna still gonna hate you for who you are. I don't know why though. You know what I mean? It's just it's just how it is. But you know, at the end of the day, it's always it's always gonna be positive energy and positive light coming from me. I wanted to speak my piece on this one because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep pondering on it. I feel like I feel like I've proven myself enough. Like I said, these people I've been friends with them for years. You know what I mean? Like I put the time in, I put the work in the groundwork. And I ain't got no more work left in me, boss. So that's why it's fuck you. <laughs> What's that shit? I tried to think of that thing. Uh, that that part in Eight Mile, he was like, "Fuck you and have a nice day." <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. That's why. That's why. Like, that's why I always want to bring up the blocking thing. Like, I don't know. I ain't gonna. I don't have a need to block anybody. Cause I, I'm not. I'm not blowing nobody phone up. You got to know me now, baby girl. I'm not blowing no phones up. I'm not sending no paragraphs, essays, passages. I'm calling you. I'm calling on that energy. I'm pulling up on you. If we got issues, pull up. We're going to have a discussion. We're going to talk. Texting is meant for funning, joking, and laughing. Short message, short little snippets, memes. I'd be damned if I get another fucking essay to my fucking phone. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm gonna read that shit and reply to you with a simple "call me." <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not read your essays. But when it gets to a point where we about to have we having talks, and we talking, and we, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like, if we we having issues, and. You gotta send me passages, nigga. Call me, pull up, so we can discuss this. Words get misconstrued on text messages, uh, fucking social media misconstrued shit. Like, nigga, call me. If you don't, if we have a conversation and you don't like what the fuck I say, put me up, check me, call me. I'm, I'm not. I told you, I'm not fucking perfect. Call me, let me know I'm fucking up. What is a definite like what is the definition of a friend, right? We talked about that. A friend is supposed to be there for you no matter what. And a friend is supposed to check your ass if you fucking up. Now, when I thought I was doing that for a particular person, I get blocked. Where is the sense in that? Like I said, if we got issues Shit, let me know. It's okay to fucking have a conversation and disagree at the end of it. Doesn't mean I hate you or I love you less. It just means that we don't agree on this topic. And that's perfectly fine. I'm on this level of community. Like, I haven't met anybody like of the opposite sex that's literally on the communication level as me. And the reason why I say that, I'm talking about like in a communication level where it's it's not it's not I can say what I feel and it's not gonna be a beef at the end of it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have great conversations with people, friends, all the time. It's just that I feel like in an intimate standpoint, I haven't met that lady yet. I'm just saying, like, if we 
communication is always key in my book. It, it, that, what do you think I'm on the microphone now? I'm talking. I'm just getting all my all my thoughts out because I can't tell it to certain people that I got issues with because I'm fucking blocked. <laughs> like, what does that make? And I feel like if you block somebody, honestly, let's just I'm gonna just go there. If you block somebody, especially if you block me, you ne- or you delete me off of social media or anything like that, it's your guilt. It's you can't take what I'm saying to you. Every uh, evidently everything that I'm saying, everything that I'm saying to you, is it resonates with you some way somehow, and and you might think it's shade. So you delete me or block me because you feel shaded. That it's not. I'm not saying that everything I'm saying is 100% correct, but it hits you in a certain place where you feel like you got to do that. Honestly, you could, if you felt like it was something about you, you could have checked me on it. But you can't check me because I'm fucking right. <laughs> so you take the little kid away and you run away from shit. You run away from literally stepping up and talk having a conversation with somebody oh yeah you don't want to talk to that person just say you don't want to talk to him i'm a growing ass man i ain't blowing you up ladies i'm not i'm not sending you no goddamn passages i'm just like okay fuck you have a nice day <laughs> that's it i i am at that level where it's it has to be cutthroat like y'all are really trying to be the new men out here and i'm not allowing that shit we talk about it every episode. We talk about it shit every episode. All I know is that I'm always here for the people that care about me. I want to be for those. I wish it was mutual. I wish it was always. Uh, I wish it was always like, you know, I feel like, like I said, I feel like communication could have saved my relationship. I feel like my communication could have saved friendships. That's why I always leave my phone open. It's a fear of blocking people, honestly. Cause like like I said, life is short. And I, I don't wanna miss opportunities of life because of a misunderstanding or uh, a disagreement on a, a certain a situation on life. I've I've been a person that always sees the bigger picture. And I mean the bigger picture. Like I I see how pride can be the devil. And I see how uh ego can ruin things. And this is my message to y'all. It doesn't have to be that way. You know? It doesn't We have nothing but time until it's taken from us. So I wanted to be able to express like that it it doesn't have to go that way. It can always be better. Communication can always be better. And we don't block me. Let's have a conversation. So I'm saying that now learn from me. Because I'm never going to have reconciliation with these people anymore. And that's fine. Because I did my part. I reached out. I extended the olive branch. But you can't reach out when you're fucking blocked. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it's it's a level of disappointment. I was disappointed. Because, and granted, you know what I'm saying? It could have been more selfish on my side, too. Because... I'm the one that's trying to force a conversation between people to seek healing because I feel like both parties could have used it, but not everybody sees the way I think. And I understand that. And, and I, I'm, I really want to bring it up again. Cause it's been a while since I talked about the book, but the four agreements always matters in this particular situation. So granted this whole episode might have been the opposite of what i'm about to say but it's always a a, that's where the peace comes from for me so i got all the energy out i said everything about what i felt when i went to virginia how i felt with these people how they did me and honestly um 
the the four agreements, the second agreement, second agreement always says never take anything personally. And it was hard for me not to. You know what I mean? It was hard for me to like, yo, you you knew I was in town and you still didn't want to fuck with me. Like you still didn't want to talk about nothing. You just wanted you just wanted to separate. That's all I'm saying is that my world is different from your world. And if we can't have a simple conversation about petty shit, then keep that same energy. Don't don't spin the block. Even though we know you're gonna spin the block. I said it here. Y'all gonna hear me say it here. You're gonna spin the block. Cause you, cause when when positive and, and good energy is always a always a thing, you can't help but attract to it. With your negative ass. Negative Nancy ass motherfuckers. You always gonna spin the block. That's cool though. It's cool. I just, you know, maybe I might be in a place to talk then. Maybe not. We'll never know. Because of your petty ass. So I'm putting everybody on alert. (laughs) Again. That I'm not here for no bullshit. I'm not going to deal with your bullshit. Let alone, you're not going to ruin what my shit. You know, you're not going to ruin my vibes. Cause this is this is love and energy and healing energy over here. So if you're not trying to heal, you can't rock with me. You can never be on this level. And that's on God. I always wanted to just like make peace. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's no, it's no like real beef or anything like that. It's just one of those things where you just got to let things be what it is. You can't force everything. And that's the problem. That's that's the whole point of this whole episode is I care a lot. Why, Brandon? Why do you fucking care? <laughs> like, I just, I'm just a sucker for people that be going, like, I'm just a sucker for people that, that have been in my life for a long time. And honestly, I think this is just a message from God himself that, you can't just be friends with everybody still. You can't be the person that's always going to make shit right all the time. Let people work for you sometimes. I was in a relationship for seven years, bro. And y'all be like, damn, seven years? Yeah, seven years. And I, could, I was the only one in the relationship. For the seven years. Life life is crazy. <laughs> I've been friends with somebody longer than the seven years. Almost 12 years. Shit. <laughs> and like, you can't, you can't go back and try to find those healing steps with these people. Like, they, they got to figure it out on their own. And you just got to keep moving on. So, my message to y'all is... Continue to live your life the best way you can. Don't look back in the past. Keep moving forward. Don't stop moving forward. I thought going back to the past will heal some things for me. And honestly, it only kind of made things worse. Not for me, but <laughs> it made things worse in the in the universe for myself. Because uh, I guess it could say that. Like, I should just let let things be what they are. Leave them as they are. I don't need to reconcile, find closure, find healing energy. Like, I don't need that. I find it within myself. I am healing energy. I am the light. I am the light. Like I said, there's always going to be love in my heart for these people. But coming back home the last three weeks, it's definitely time for me to move the fuck on. And I've never been more ready. Uh, baby steps. But definitely steps. we moving forward. We might stumble a little bit. We might. Shit, we might even tumble a little bit. But shit, you best believe I ain't tumbling backwards. I ain't falling backwards. I'm falling face forward. (laughs) I had to throw something in there. It was getting too serious. 
But as God is my witness, y'all better not spin this block. Because <laughs> you got to catch a fade. It's like, it's like everybody that has done me wrong in a way this year, it doesn't matter what you did. It's just a matter of that you did that, <laughs> period. And and if you choose to come back into my life, there there it's not it's not necessarily a consequence, but you you gonna have to get the smoke. I'm all about teaching and giving out energy and you know and I always and it's like you know, you know how sometimes people remove themselves from your life. It's never, it's not even that. It's more like, it's it's like I don't even have to remove myself. Like y'all did it for you, so people like you. You know, people be like, well, people say, oh, you 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 left the door open for him. No, they opened the door for me, so I could walk the fuck out. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Like it's like sometimes you don't even gotta go through the extra shit to get people out of your life like it just happens i think that's what's happened to me and it's like it's in a it's fucking utopia like it's like it's less stress on me gotta remember i was the person that was always down for the conversations seeking healing energy and you know try to make things right all the time i'm tired of that shit i'm a different person now man i'm not out here looking for i'm not going to be out here once i hopped on that plane bro you gotta understand like how weird that was for me like it was like it was i was confused i was like why wouldn't they you know want to talk to me like you know why wouldn't they want to you know chill with me and you know because i haven't seen them in so long i guess i guess things just matter to different people i learned the hard way so y'all learn from me when people just not fucking with you let them be it's no problem everybody's world is different second agreement says don't take anything personally and i learned that in those three weeks so i'm not saying i'm taking anything personally but fuck y'all <laughs> i'm saying what 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 i'm learning i'm learning this is i'm work in progress so to end this episode i want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to walk the fuck out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for always giving me the opportunity to become better. This is for everybody that's done me wrong this year. Thank you. Thank you so fucking much. Thank you so much. Because now I know how to carry y'all ass. I know how to move on. I know how to move forward. And I know how not to look back. This will end the season season two for me. Season two season episode was it season two episode twenty? I care a lot. <laughs> I hope this makes sense. I hope this resonates. But as always, even though it's fuck y'all, I'm sending you love. <laughs> I'm sending you light and healing energy. And oh yeah, to in- to conclude this, um, I felt like I love people so much. Like those people particularly, I love them so much where, you know, they could have got away with murder, bro. And um, this this trip, like I said, this, when I flew to VA and spent that time out there, almost a month out there, I really it really showed me for real that I needed to finally move on. And that's what I'm doing. I'm literally, 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 literally finally free.
Appreciate y'all, man. It's your boy, and we out this shit. I see y'all in a couple weeks. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to take a break, man. Don't you love season finales? But I promise you, season three, we're going way up. This shit going to be crazy. I'm going to be talking about some crazy shit in season three. Stay tuned. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Boy, it's been two seasons. Damn. We lit. But as always, man, I appreciate y'all for always rocking with me, listening in, and letting me speak my peace and letting me be able to be free on this motherfucker. And shit, you know, I appreciate y'all just, you know, spending time with me. Love. It's your boy, Brandon, and this is another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. I'm out. Thank you.